What's up, family? My name is Rafael. Welcome to Limitless. Uh, I think today's um, uh, guest, there's no, you know, he doesn't need an introduction. Uh, probably you've seen him on the streets of Toronto, uh, taking pictures and uh, bugging strangers. <laughs> um, we have my friend uh, Dawit Tababu. Um, he is a photographer. I mean, he worked with uh, tons of uh, companies like UNICEF, United Nations. Um, I'm gonna go the list with him. Um, and I'm gonna ask him more details, questions on um, on his works and uh, on his life. So, uh, Mr. David, welcome to Limitless. Thank you, thank you, sorry, thank you, my friend. Like, thank you for having me. Uh, it has been an honor to be a guest in this show. Thank you, thank uh, you. So uh, I'm glad I'm here. Thank you. Um, we uh, we met on um, first time we met was a clubhouse. I don't know. We was yeah. in clubhouse. <laughs> so, um, so. This is th this was my my observation the first time I saw him. It was like um, uh, he's funny, but uh, in a way that he doesn't do it. Other people do it. Like you do it in a way like you just drop certain things silently. It's like I call <laughs> it the silent bomb. <laughs> it would be just a random tongue. Things we'll be talking, and then David will come and he says one word, and then the whole room will be <laughs> laughing. So um, yeah. I really like about you. So. I'm going to I'm going to just in order to know about you um the reason I I know I want you to come here one of the reasons is just to know you deeply you know your background um where you got your drive from where you got your ambition from because you did so much you you worked you know so many places your you know your accolades like huge right your experience is huge so um how was your upbringing like what did you grow up originally where you, you know where you from and then you know how was your childhood and uh, I'm from Ethiopia, uh, and I'm from the capital, Addis Ababa. Um, and uh, all of like you know the great things you see in me is the direct reflection of my parents awesome. uh, and uh, the siblings uh, I had. Uh, so they are amazing people, and I give all the honor to them. So um, uh, to just to go back a little bit, uh, my father is a head priest at Ethiopian Orthodox Church. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that. Well, that's where you got your uh, uh, wisdom from. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I grew up like you know, like you know, he's he's my father, yeah. uh, and uh, like my mom is also like you know, she's also very very spiritual person. Yeah. Uh, and like you know, uh, our like you know, our church doesn't like you know give like you know uh, titles uh, or positions to like you know women, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. But like you know, she has the knowledge and capabilities like you know of like you know like let's say patriarchy like you know she's very knowledgeable she's very dedicated she reads a lot and she's very committed to it so i grew up like you know and you can't tell like you know how these two people come together as one because like you know they are very strong uh, in devotion uh, and also they are very spiritual then they they complement each they, other they, yeah they yeah. complement each other you know what i mean because yeah. like you know you have to be compatible with each yeah. other you yeah. know what i mean so they are like you know two very strong people uh, and I'm very lucky and I, I feel like God really favored me because like you know he chose like me to be their son you know so it's so like you know it's like I, I'm overwhelmed when I think about them yeah, yeah this is not so the this is not the first time I heard you talking about your parents getting yeah. emotional <laughs> and very um, like uh, what do you call it grateful very much grateful. Yeah. I yeah. So how how was you growing up? Like, what street did you go? I know because I came from Addis. I might know the street. And some of the people that listen to, um, 
they might know is what street did you come from? Like what what around where are you this? Yeah, so uh, if you know the present day African Union, uh, so yeah. yeah, so like it's uh, it's in the neighborhood okay. of that area. Okay. Uh, so I I was born there. I grew up there, and like my parents still live. Sorry, where is the present day Af uh, African Union? What what uh, area is it? The uh, one I know is uh, you know Kera, Sarbe. Right? Okay. Yeah, so uh, like you know, a little bit uh, in between Kera and Mexico. Okay. Uh, and like you know, there is also Bulgaria embassy. Yeah, yeah. If you know. Yeah. So like you know, it's around that area. You're t you're taking me back. You're taking <laughs> me back in memory. <laughs> yeah, it has been now four and a half years living here. Yeah. So it's also a little bit uh, like you know flashback memory to me as well. So how were you yeah. as a child? What kind of like what kind of child were you like? Were you a act very active, uh, you know, child that you know likes his 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 own space? What kind of person were you when you were a child? Yeah, so I'm the fourth child uh, in the family. Oh. So I have three like you know elder brothers. Are you the I last? I have one younger sister, okay. but my younger sister is like you know five years like you know younger than oh me. Okay. But all the s uh, the four brothers has like you know two two years gap. Okay. So like you know we are we like you know, we grow up like you know very close to each very other. Very tight. Yeah. But like you know my sister has a little bit like you know distance mm -hmm. from us mm -hmm. be because of age and also gender, yeah, right? Yeah. So like uh, I I feel like I, I I've been treated like the last one from the boys. Oh, because of the gap of because the of the gap okay. and like you know she's she's a girl in the family and also she's the last one yeah. like so she was like a princess uh, in it so like you know I, I was the last one I, I like I consider myself as the last of the yeah, boys yeah. so be because of that like I was uh, like I, I observe a lot because like uh, I see like you know my parents do I see the, the three brothers what they do and so on because I, and I, I, I observe what's best from all of them. And I take what's best from yeah. from all, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. like, you know, sometimes like, you know, being, being, being uh, the younger one has its own advantage because you get to learn from you other learn from people and from their mistakes as well. And if they did well, you're gonna follow that. If they didn't do well, you are not gonna do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you, you learn from the others, like you know, mistakes yeah. you know, at their own expense. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that is that is small one. <laughs> yeah. So that's the benefit of it. So I really observe a lot, mm -hmm. uh, I, and I don't talk a lot. I'm not that active because, like you know, the space is has been taken by, like you know, the younger brothers. Mm -hmm. So most of the time, like I most of the time, like you know, observe and. Like you know, take what's what's only for me, you know what I mean. Yeah. And like you know, I I learn a lot, I observe a lot, and that was like you know my coping mechanism to exist in the family. So, is is that uh, is that one of the reasons that you went into photography and journalism because that ability of observing other people kind of drove you into that, or was it something else? Yeah, that contributed. Yeah. That contributed. I'm a good listener. Mm -hmm. Uh, and like you know, instead of reacting to some things uh, quickly, I try to like you know stay back and like you know analyze yeah. and like you know, only say things when I need to yeah. or when I'm supposed yeah. to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like you know a, a good behavior I observed from like you know being yeah. in that family. Yeah. Uh, but me being a storyteller, photographer, writer, and so on, is another direct manifestation of my mother and my father. Okay. Because, like you know, my father being like you know uh, a, a priest, yeah. he's also he was also a preacher, yeah. and he was an amazing storyteller. Yeah. Because, like, 
let's say like you know my father is now in this room nobody's gonna talk he's gonna everybody's gonna look into him and he's talking he's telling a story and he knows how he know how to reach to people yeah. he knows how, how to address people yeah. and he's very humorous yeah. and <laughs> he knows how to address people you know what i mean and like you know it's true he, like you know he represents the ethiopian orthodox yeah, church yeah. but also like you know, he knows how to live with everybody yeah like you know it doesn't matter you are muslim yeah, you are yeah. like you know protestant yeah. you are atheist it doesn't matter who you are like you know when he is with you his religion and his uh, religious spiritual views will be away and he will be just human he will talk to you as you are that's amazing right yeah so like i learned storytelling from him and like i b- i'm very much connected to him so like you know y- we imitate our parents right yeah like based on what they do how they act and so on so my world view has been very much influenced by him uh and my mom is by profession she's an accountant but like you know she's a writer she she writes like um, she writes spiritual stuff but like you know she writes everything like she writes journals whatever it's on her 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 mind she writes everything even like you know she writes about us and now we go back to different notes and we 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 read about us like you know back back in that yeah because that was i think that was also her coping mechanism because like uh, she grew up away from her family she grew up in the grandparents home so, uh, and also when she comes to Addis from uh, Atella to attend Addis Ababa University yeah. like you know th- she didn't have a lot of friends and so on so like in the way she like you know talk to like or like you know analyze her thoughts process her thoughts is through writing so i think that was like you know her way of doing things yeah. and then that is related to she's a spiritual person yeah. so she started writing so she documents everything she organizes everything so i i, I see that from her now she 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 has a blog uh, like you know what do you eight, mean? eight years nine years ago she started a blog what do you mean like <laughs> blog as in like yeah website are blog, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah. it is a fascinating like i it's so unique like i I'm, i want you to continue but the fact that uh, especially in that generation in our parents generation yeah. that you have a father that is a priest yeah. and then a mother that is an accountant it's yeah. rarely for those two to come together like yeah. for forget even for them to have a, a like a beautiful marriage together even that side of uh, the venue doesn't come together i mean the spirituality of like priesthood and then an accountant who's like who came for education to add this yeah. um it it doesn't come together and then i wonder like the result is you like that's the reason <laughs> no that's the reason because it affects yeah. how much our p- our parents do um I- how much it affects children and how they end up is the result of that it's it's, it's really inspiring so go ahead so she had a blog right now yeah she has a blog it's spiritual yeah. like in the strictly spiritual okay uh but like you know uh, like i learned so much from her yeah. like you know how to organize how to write all those things is like you know direct manifestation of yeah. like you know her upbringing yeah so like like uh, what really fascinates me and what li- really inspires me is wh- what like you know i believe she is also very much limitless because like she is like you know s- uh, like 65 years old mm-hmm. now uh, but like you know and technology for her is new you know what i mean yeah. but like you know she don't say like you know i'm old like you know i'm i'm in this stuff that's why i was like amazed you know, it's not new yeah. like 
I, I show her like you know I created the blog for her yeah. like you know in my brother like where my second brother his his name is Groom he's he's like you know he's tech savvy yeah so like he he like you know he he initiated those things so we show her like you know how to use social media how to use the blog and so on like you know, she sits one time she will never gonna ask you again she will do it next time uh, exactly as she we we showed her she she designed posters now. Like you know, she used Adobe Photoshop. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> like you know, not a big graphic design, no, but, but like you know, she lays she lays me? out like you know some photos. She adds uh, some text in it, and like you know, she posts that. Like you know, she posts some quotes. Yeah. She posts some like you know religious figures. Yeah. With like you know, with saying like you know happy happy holidays and so on, and she posts that on social media. Wow. Whenever we have birthdays, she sends us postcards. Like you know, saying like you know, this this was you two two years ago. This was you like you know on occupation. Yeah. This was this was you when I was like you know breastfeeding you. Now happy birthday, you know. So on our birthdays we get that like you know postcard kind of thing in our inbox every time. I'm <laughs> I'm like I'm mind bottled. I'm like I I I have never seen you know parents who do. Th I mean, I know they're around there, but especially in our culture to see yeah. you know our parents generation for them to be very attentive to their children to the point sending postcard of their <laughs> kids picture to say happy birthday that is amazing that is yeah. so i that's the, so that that's the reason that you became the way you are like your ambition your drive is that is that one of the reason that like um i i've noticed you when we first when we started talking it was clubhouse right yeah so we never met physically for a while like almost for a year throughout yeah. the i think it was we started throughout the pandemic like in 2020 right yes and then and all i hear is your voice i know you're from toronto but yeah. always you have this uh, wisdom that you bring in like it's not and we gave you a nickname if you remember what the nickname yeah. was <laughs> we call you shimei shimagali <laughs> because yeah. of shimei in, in, in english means it's like you know elders, elders yeah. right yeah, so yeah. and we gave you that nickname because you always come in with something wise to say or with some wisdom nuggets for you to <laughs> drop in. And then sometimes you come in with some quotes from <laughs> like books and stuff. So we yeah. gave you that nickname because you had w wisdom. So I, so there's no doubt where you got it from. So it's just exactly. your parents really imparted that kind of wisdom in you. Yes. And it's really inspiring to hear that. That is, that is like the the embodiment of limitless is it just it's amazing sure. and i was i was focusing on that but now when i went to the route and i yeah. and i saw you so yeah. from where so how did it direct you to um i believe you went to school in awasa yes All right so awasa you went for uh, english what is it uh, yeah english language and literature yeah so like this is how i grew up right yeah then like you know i really the whole podcast is gonna be thanking my parents because <laughs> <It looks like laughs> I don't mind it. Yeah, that's what we so want to hear. I really want to thank them because, like you know, in ordinary, like you know, Ethiopian family, yeah. like you know, they want you to be something, yeah. right? Yeah. They want you to be like you know some popular figure, yeah. to be a doctor, yeah. to be engineer, yeah. lawyer, or some kind of like you know profession yeah. that like you know they think it's paid for you, yeah. right? Yeah, and. Um, I can't speak for my brothers because, like, uh, like my brothers are all engineers yeah. in many different <laughs> okay, aspects, yeah. like you know, civil engineering, architecture, software engineering. One turned into like you know, media and communication and so on. But like in in all of us, they don't impose their views on us. Yeah, they always say, "Do what's best for you, and we support you anyway." And that's the best thing they are they ever did to me because. 
like if they impose that something to me i'm not gonna be I'm, I'm gonna be something i'm not you know and like you know i'm not gonna be happy i might go might have a job i might have like you know some kind of title mm -hmm. profession mm -hmm. but like you know money is gonna come sooner or later in any way right but when the money comes if the satisfaction is not there if the happiness is not there what's w w what's it you know what i mean yeah. and like even even the profession like you know he's, he's gonna spoil the like you know the profession too yeah because after some time you are not connected to it exactly if you are not connected to it you are not gonna do the job right exactly right? Yeah, yeah so I it's not gonna feel right so i don't know like you know how they like you know they see it this way and they made us this way but every time they say follow your heart do whatever makes you happy we support you anyway Especially, especially in a, in a culture where they say, if you're not a doctor, you're not my child. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, like when I said, like, you know, I want to join literature, I want to join journalism school, they said, okay. But, like, you know, look at my, my brothers, they're all engineers. They didn't ask me, like, you know, if I'm going to have a job, if I'm going to be secure, if I'm going to be safe. They said, do whatever makes you happy. And they didn't even second question me when I choose journalism school. So I went to Hawassa uh, and I uh, studied uh, English language and literature. So my, my mind is going crazy right now. Like <laughs> there's so many questions that's popping up that I didn't plan to ask you. And it's, it's crazy. So, so do you think that the it's, it's also the confidence of how they raised you that they do not need to guide you what to take or not because they imparted hardworking, being creative, um, in, in, in being disciplined, they already imparted that, so they're like, whatever they do, they will be successful. So it's like they they build confidence in you, also because their confidence how they raised you. Yes, that uh, that that's one thing, and I didn't see it that way before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because my be mind honest, is going yeah. insane. Yeah. Yeah, but the the other thing I like I I think is my my father being a priest get to meet with different different people yeah like you know from across the country yeah and like you know he he he, he served uh, at saint saint stephanos okay. church yeah. uh, so like you know he like there are a lot of like you know people that come around and it's not just serving the church but he was also a family counselor i will say oh because okay okay like you know uh, as like you know uh, it's like marriage counseling and stuff like yeah that. like i don't know uh, um how do you say Nisahabat uh, in English? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like a Catholic, um, uh, w I don't know what the term is. It's, it's like when they when they go to confess their sins. Yes. Right. So Catholicism does the same thing. So, yeah. 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 So yeah. he was like that for many different <laughs> I was going to translate it straight up. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> father of <laughs> repentance. <laughs> but that's not the term. <laughs> yeah. So. He was like that for a lot of people. Yeah. So he gets to know, like, you know, them and uh, their family in a very intimate way. Yeah. So, like, you know, he gets to meet with, like, you know, doctors, engineers, politicians, a lot of people yeah. in their personal life. Yeah. And, like, you know, he sees, like, you know, maybe he, he knows a doctor. Yeah. But when they see, like, when, uh, when he sees them, like, you know, he do like, you know, some of them joined. Be become a doctor yeah. just for like you know to make other people happy yeah. or their families happy yeah. or like you know they think that's a great achievement. Yeah. But like you know I, I'm not saying doctor being do a doctor is not a great achievement. Yeah. But if you don't want it, that's not 
like you know that's not an achievement it's even become disaster there's right? so many people that's the reason they go into depression uh suicidal attempt and all that because they go into things that they don't want and that they're miserable so yeah exactly yeah. so like you know some people he saw that yeah so being a doctor in general or all those things is not is only being that is not the definition of success mm. and happiness yeah you know what i mean so like you know i think learning from other people's experience he he knows being successful means is not a profession yeah but being successful means being happy and doing whatever makes you connected to it yeah yeah do you know what i mean i understand exactly yeah. and one more one question that i want to add on that was also being um spiritual like you know the fact that your your father is a, a priest um for me like for example you know being depending on god even though i say that most of the time i try to do things for myself <laughs> but it seems that um i don't know if i if, if i'm wrong or if, if that's one of the factors uh, being spiritual depending on god also do you think that give them strength to say whatever they do god is with them 100 percent hundred yeah. percent yeah yes. that's what I was thinking yeah, yeah. and also uh, I feel like they don't feel entitled to it because like you know uh, like you know we, we came here to live on our life and even if they give us everything sacrificing everything they have they say like you know this is my child but it's also God's child ah, I told you something's great <laughs> gonna happen and I, didn't <laughs> I wasn't lying <laughs> this guy is spilling the wisdom <laughs> I know <laughs> I knew something great is gonna come out of this but yeah go ahead yeah, yeah so <laughs> I I feel like that like uh, so they didn't like you know like impose their views yeah. on us yeah so I joined like you know for foreign language and literature yeah. and like I was really happy yeah. because I, I found that profession mm. into it because like uh, growing up uh, I had like you know I should have brought that <laughs> so like um, sixth grade seventh grade I, I had like you know some kind of like in you know, a small books yeah uh, today I consider them as books but like you know on those no earlier times yeah. they were just like you know pamphlets yeah. or like you know just small piece of paper yeah. but I used to like you know in summer times yeah. when I spent like you know uh, at home yeah. doing like you know nothing like you know in break times and so on so I used to have like you know those papers and binder together and one of them uh, I still have it one of them says uh, national park in Amharic Beheraui park okay. and when you flip it on one of the side it has uh, a, a sketch of like you know um, wild animals like yeah. uh, like lions yeah. elephants Walia like you know walia like and all those and like stuff, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like you know they have like you know on one part it has like you know the sketch on one part it has the name in it okay and like you know it is binded together yeah. and it says national park yeah. by david sibabu <laughs> so you are preparing yourself this is yeah this is fascinating <laughs> when i'm like running around and playing uh corky and all that stuff and then you've been doing yeah. books so i also have one uh, one another book uh uh, on this one is also a little bit upgraded it yeah. i think it's w like you know after one year yeah. so the the national park like you know um, uh, catalog or book yeah. was like you know let's say sixth grade yeah. and on the seventh grade I, I also did another one so like you know a like you know the the cover was a, a little bit harder cover okay uh so m m when my mom worked at like you know at the uh, government organization yeah. being an accountant yeah. she like you know they, she they have a lot of papers 
they have a lot of like you know like you know paper hard products hard right case, yeah yeah hard covers and yeah, so on yeah. so like you know we go to her office and like you know they give us other gifts garbage, and so on yeah. so we c- like we collect that and we came ha- yeah. home with it yeah so i i grabbed that and like um, on on like you know on the inside page it's just a four page the, the thick yeah, paper yeah. and like in you know, on the cover it has a hard cover yeah. and it says collection one yeah. <laughs> uh, and like you know, inside it yeah. I used to like you know you know the handwriting the yeah, the yeah. Uh, the handwriting. script yeah, yeah. The script yeah. I used to like you know prepare for that like because uh, like you know yeah, we used to practice it's stylic yeah, and yeah, so yeah, yeah, right yeah. so I used to write those things ahead of time yeah. so with that uh, style I used to write like some contents in it and on seventh grade, I remember the first, my first brother went to college. So went to university yeah. and he went to Arbamanj. Arbamanj is like yeah. the southern, on the southern part of Ethiopia. And that was the first time that wa- a person very close to me was departed for a while. Like for like, you know, s- uh, three months, four months, mm-hmm. you don't get to see him. And on the on that time we don't we didn't have any phone. Yeah. We didn't have any like you know Facebook, all those things, right? So like we don't we don't get to see him. Yeah. And I was like you know I was very much like you know m- uh, like you know scared yeah. of losing him yeah. because I didn't know how to feel yeah. because like you know he is very close to me, like you know we look alike, uh, like you know and like you know I d- uh, we are very close. Yeah. So I want to give him. So. Uh, like I already prepared that, yeah. but I didn't prepare that to give it to him. Yeah. But like you know, on that time, I want I want to have something to remember me for. Then I said, on the cover, I said in the memory of my brother Samuel Tibabu. And I wrote that. You were seven at that. Uh, you were grade seven. Grade seven, yeah. like twelve or thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and on that time, uh, the night before he left, he was packing everything, his stuff and so on. And I didn't sleep that night. Because, like, you know, I want to wait Make till sure. he finish yeah. he, he his parking and so on. Then uh, after he finished parking, I, g- I get up, I open his, his bag, and I put it inside, inside his closet yeah. in between. Yeah. And he didn't see it. Yeah. He went, like, to campus, he was unpacking, and he saw that. Yeah. He, must he, he must be breaking, like. Oh, my God. He called me right away. He went to like you know some like you know f- uh, telephone yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. like you know a shop yeah. that has like you know phone and so on. Yeah. He was crying when he was uh, like you know calling me, and he still t- tells that story. Wow! <laughs> wow! Yeah. I w- and I, yeah. I hope I hope one day that you know you guys come together and that you'll come back for me to ask that kind of th- those questions. So yeah, he he will get to hear this. He will get to see this, and he will remember that as well. Wow! That yeah. that's amazing. Like yeah. I am trying to um, limit myself to the question that I'm asking because <laughs> every conversation, everything that you said, I'm having another four or five questions for that. <laughs> so I'm going to try to go back to it. Um, have you, like, for example, with the books, you know, something at the side I wanted. Have you thought of, you know, because you 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 have a very, uh, uh, like, for kids, for children to, to publish that kind of books, you, you look like you have the talent for that. Have you thought of to publish anything like regarding when it comes to like knowledge about Ethiopians? Because the way you did like when you did the National Park, uh, naming them and stuff like that, ju- and then the fact that you're a storyteller, um, have you thought of to do anything like, you know, for, for, for children around like who lives in the Western world? 
for you to be able to introduce them to like our culture, what we have, the animals that are exclusive in Ethiopia, like things like uh, walia, impala, things like that, the, um, baboon, right? With the information, have you thought of any of those? Uh, not until now, but <laughs> it's a good brainstorming so that's, so that's session. So that's <laughs> then, free of yeah. charge. I mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, the, the reason I'm bringing this all up is because, like, you know, parents will see this, yeah. and, like, you know, all of like, kids also will see this, yeah. and I want them to, like, you know, know that whatever they're trying to do here yeah. has value, yeah. and, like, you know, if that, uh, like, you know, talent, if that passion is invested in it, it can be profession. Okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Because yeah. parents will see this and see this as a joke. Yeah. And they don't take it seriously. Yeah. And they will say, like, you know, the like they will guide them into, like, you know, their idea of being a success. Yeah. And, like, you know, there is nothing wrong with their idea of uh, being a success. That That's also a good view. But it doesn't, like, you know, it doesn't have to, like, you know, hide uh, or, like, you know, suppress what the kids have in mind. In I... Okay, for the viewers, I want to highlight the amount of wisdom that he has because, you know, most people when they look at you the way you talk, you look like you, you're a parent, you have kids, <laughs> he's single. And as a single, if he has this kind of wisdom, imagine when, and on the way I'm shooting my shot too. So, <laughs> so whoever is watching who is interested, he's available. <laughs> so as a single, if you have that kind of wisdom, imagine when you have the children, when you go through experience, you know, I, as a parent, I try as much as I care, but l what they did for you, it really inspired me, like, no joke. And um, even started making me question some of, some of the things that I'm doing to my kids. And it's, it's huge because as a result, I'm, I'm talking to you right now as a result of what they did, right? Yeah. So that's amazing. Okay. Um, you can drink, by the way. Uh, have, have, oh, yes. have your coffee while we're okay. talking. You just... Um, My mic is like literally. I know <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> okay. So you went to school and then you you yeah. you studied uh, English literature and journalism, right? Yeah. And then you started um, you work with different companies. I mean, the list of the company I was trying to l list it out, and then I said I might I might need a a whole episode for <laughs> me to list out the company you work. So you worked with UNICEF, you worked United Nation, uh, you worked with. Uh, um, USAID, US, United, uh, uh, um, UK, uh, you yeah, worked yeah. with um, Bill and Melinda Foundations, yeah. uh, you worked with, uh, what is it, African Kids uh, Education or something like that. Yeah. You, worked, you were over Many 20, ages, over yeah. 20, yeah. so different. So um, what was the, the works that you were doing when you were, so it's just purely journalism and um, just documenting the, the process or what was it? So um, I studied journalism. Mm -hmm. So now, like when I graduated, like you know, from campus, yeah. I know how to write. Yeah. I know how to read. I know how to tell a story. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I started photography yeah. while I was studying campus, because like uh, when I was grade eleven, I the first time I read was uh, uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad. No. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> No, hold on. Uh, pause here. Pause. <laughs> you read Poor Dad, Rich Dad when you were in grade 11. Grade 11, yes. And I just read it last year. <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> I, okay, go uh, ahead. Okay, so uh, I don't want to start like, you know, uh, 
my whole worldview is shaped by uh, spirituality, mm -hmm. uh, psychology, and philosophy. And uh, I'm gonna come to your like you know yeah. uh, point, but like I have to address yeah, it so that like ahead. you know we can understand. Yeah. So uh, spirituality from my parents yeah. and like you know from the church yeah. I grew up yeah. in, and like you know through prayings, like you know reading like you know spiritual books and so on, you get to hear a lot. But like when you go to the world, when you come outside of the church and when you come out of the, like you know uh, my yeah. home, there is a world out there yeah. that's not guided by the church. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was hard for me to breach, like, you know, other people's understanding in the church. Yeah. Because, like, you know, in the church, some, some things are seen, some things are not. Yeah. Some things are good, some things are bad, yeah, right? Yeah. But, like, you know, when wha what, like, you know, the church says bad are okay in the other, in, in other world, okay, right? Yeah. And I, I used to have that fanatic view of, like, you know, this is the only way. But when I go out there, people are not that. Yeah, right yeah. and uh, even if like you know it's it like it's true for the church to say that way but it's not the only way of living yeah Be because i have to go out there yeah. and like you know do things yeah. out there you know what i mean i also d like you know find myself trespassing like you know those like you know those things yeah. because like you know we get to experience exactly, life yeah, right yeah. so like you know the first book uh, that introduced me to psychology and philosophy was the the movie called the sacred the the secret you the law of attraction you 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 mentioned it last time and it, it's it's written from a book right yeah, yeah so like it's a movie yeah but it's it's it was a book and it's a philosophical book yeah but like you know they made a movie out of it uh, and like i i want to take my old friend called joseph because um, i have to mention this because yeah. it's very important yeah. because like that re that was really turning point for my oh life yeah, yeah. so uh, in in summer time in break time uh, when I was grade 11, we get to tour with like you know, our family, our friends' home. So let's say like you know three of us are like you know friends, yeah. uh, and we have different family. Yeah, right? yeah. Then uh, like you know three of us will come to your home, yeah. and uh, the, the fa your family will prepare us like some food, some things, yeah. and we get to spend uh, like you know a day with you. Yeah. And like you know, we have fun and so on. And we come back home. Yeah. And like you know, next week or someday, you come to my home. Yeah. And my family will prepare these things and yeah. so. Yeah. And we were doing this thing. Was it planned or was it part of school or you guys just planned to no do no that? No, that was okay. just friendship. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So um, uh, we came, we go, we went to like you know uh, Joseph's, like Joseph's, uh, yeah. like in home. Yeah. And my he, his father had a laptop back then. Yeah. He was a professional, yeah. like you know, person. Yeah. So. We like you know we're curious and we open the, co the 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 laptop and like you know on the on the folder uh, on the desktop folders uh, the there is a folder called the secret and imagine <laughs> being a teenager <laughs> <laughs> there is a folder called it's the secret, secret you, you have know to what I mean <laughs> <laughs> you have to and you have to click it exactly <laughs> the first like you know I think three of us like you know clicked it together <laughs> because of the excitement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, like and it's a movie file, <laughs> and imagine what you think. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, and we I'm imagining <laughs> how you guys are. <laughs> 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 I'm crying, man. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> then, like after like you know a minute or something of like you know the the. 
the movie okay. opening, yeah. uh, Bob Proctor come around and said, uh, you can be anything you want to be. And that's what he said. Yeah. And like, you know, they continued saying, explaining about the law of attraction, how like, you know, the, the, the creation process, yeah. ask, believe, receive, mm -hmm. all those things. Mm -hmm. And that was mind blowing for us. Because like, you know, we were limited. Because we, like, you know, the society, yeah. the family, uh, like all of those things told us, like, you know, we are limited to a certain thing. Yeah. Like, you know, we are, we, we're gonna be this way, we're gonna be that way, we're gonna be that way. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But like, you know, Bob Proctor come around and say, you can do, be, and like you can do and be anything you want. Yeah. And that was like, you know, real uh, opening for her, for, uh, for us, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Then like, you know, we, we saw some parts of it and it was really inspiring. So uh, we, we had hard drives, like the, the flash drives back then. Yeah. So uh, like, you know, I took it home and I watched it over and over and over again. And like, and what was really inspiring was it confirms what spirituality, like, you know, teaches us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, you know, like, you know, we ask, uh, we ask God, we believe in God. Yeah. And God grants us everything yes, we want, yes, right? Yes. So like, you know, that was, that was it. But like, you know, those people were spiritual. Those people were philosophers. Those people were psychologists. Those people are psy in psychology. Yeah. And yeah. some of them are in spiritual. Yeah. But like, you know, they call it the universe. We call it God. We, some people call it source of power. Some people call it like, you know, the nature, mother nature. Yeah. Like, you know, like those are many different languages, but they are referring to higher being. Yeah. That like, you know, that's connected to us. Yeah. And that's also inside us, yeah, right? Yeah. So that really shaped me into reading philosophy and psychology into it. So my whole worldview now is a merge of these three. And a lot of people say science and religion are, are clashing and like, you know, they have like, you know, many different, like, you know, difference and so on. But those differences, yes, there are differences. But for me, those differences doesn't matter. Yeah, if you, if you look closer, most of yeah. them, most sciences proves the God. Proofs, so yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, the, the whole concept of like, you know, talking about those things are like, you know, the same things yeah. for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I merge all these three. Yeah. So the reason I mentioned this is when I, after, like, you know, I, I, I watched that, like, you know, movie, I, I bought the book, then I started reading it because, like, it was a direct copy of, like, you know, the movie, right? Yeah. Then I started reading more because now, like, you know, th there is, like, you know, the secret to money. And uh, on that time, like, you know, on the movie, there is, like, you know, uh, an is a part, like, you know, like in 10 minutes or something part that talks about money. Yeah. And, like, you know, how we grew up, like, you know, how our, our parents conditioned us to be, but how abundant our life is. Yeah. And, like, you know, I want, to th I want to think about money. I want to know about money. Yeah. Then, like, you know, I started, like, you know, Googling, like, you know, about, like, you know, uh, finance, like, you know, finance yeah. and so on. Yeah. And Rich Dad Poor Dad came around. And I say, okay, that's this is going to be a great book. That's great. <laughs> oh <Yeah. wow>. Okay. <laughs> so the reason I mentioned this is then, like, uh, I went to campus. I'm, 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 st I'm having one profession, but I don't want to be employed. Because if I'm being employed, I'm going to work for somebody. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, like, mm -hmm. uh, my I'm working for money. Yeah. But, yeah. like, you know, my time is worse, yeah. right? Yeah. So I have to work for my own. Yeah. So I want to own a business when I like, you know, as soon as possible or yeah. as soon as I can. Yeah. So I said, 
if I want to have a business, if I want to be an entrepreneur, I want to extend my profession. Yeah. Because like, you know, having one profession and being an English language and literature uh, student uh, in Ethiopia on that time was challenging yeah. because you're going to be a teacher or you're going to be like, you know, um, uh, a journalist somewhere yeah, yeah. or also uh, you're going to be like, you're going you're gonna to have high grade and you're going to be a lecturer yeah. on the university yeah, yeah. and you're going to have your master's yeah. while you, you are studying, yeah, you are, you yeah. are teaching, uh, you are becoming a lecturer. Yeah. But that was like, you know, the only virtue I have. So I needed to have like, you know, some other profession yeah. so that I can extend my profession. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's yeah. where like, you know, photography came to the picture. And uh, on the first year of like, you know, a campus, we had a lot of time because our Awasabi was a very warm city. Uh, and on the afternoon, it was very, very warm. So like, you know, it was hard to survive like, you know, afternoon classes. So we arrange with like you know the, the our teachers, the school teachers, the, the lecturers, and all our classes was in the morning. Oh so okay. in the afternoon we are very idle. Okay. So we don't do we don't do anything. Oh okay. So like we go out to like you know to like, to party. We go out to being idle, yeah. like you know being in the city and so on, right? Yeah. So I said okay next time I come to like you know I come to the campus, I have to have a part time job where oh I can okay. work part time. <coughs> and I can learn skills, I can earn like, you know, some extra money and also I, I get to learn the business world. Yeah, yeah. Then, um, like, uh, I, I, I know how to graphic design in high school. Yeah. Uh, I, I did the high school yearbook uh, with, uh, with, uh, with partnership. So with you did a lot of knowledge early in your age, so it's like, wow. Yeah, wow. so we, we, we had a computer, yeah. uh, like, you know, um, our parents, like, you know, both us computer yeah. as a gift for, yeah. for us. Yeah. So, and my second brother was, like, you know, very tech enthusiastic. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, you know we, we, go we get to explore. We get to explore and we get to learn Photoshop. So we used to, like, you know, light design business cards, postcards, and so on. We get to edit some photos from the internet and so on. So I know, like you know, some graphic design techniques. Yeah, yeah. Then, like on the second day of like you know campus, I approached one photography studio, and I said, okay, I'm a student here, and I know how to graphic design. Yeah. I know how to do wedding albums. Yeah. I know how to do business card. I know how to do like you know some light editing. So I said, I don't know anything about photography, but I know how to edit. Yeah. And I have an afternoon to spare. So I want you to hire me, and I want you to do. I, I want. I want. I want to contribute something to you. And in the meantime, whenever like you know you have time, you're gonna teach me photography. And like you know, he was young. He was. He came from Addis. Uh, he was like you know very vibrant, and he sees my good energy, my good intentions, and he said, "Okay, come here. You are welcome." Then I joined. So in the morning, I, I, I go to school. school. Yeah. Uh, in the afternoon, I take the, the transport. I come to like, the city. Mm -hmm. I work until like you know, 9 p.m. Then I go, to, I go back like Camp? to campus. Yeah. Then I started like that. Within two months, I become a photographer. <laughs> 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 wow. Yeah, I started taking photos because like, you know, when there was no uh, like, you know, plants around, it, he gets me to the studio. He uh, he sh he showed me how to light. He showed me like you know how to use a camera. Yeah. But like you know, I was already doing graphic design. Yeah. So I already know about color composition, like you know some basics of like you know framing and yeah, so on. Yeah. And like you get to hear see a lot of movies. You get to see a lot of photos. So the styling and so on comes to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
so after two months, I started taking photos at that. Uh, um, at the studio. At the studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So two years, I, I worked like you know while I worked at that studio. Yeah. As like you know primarily being a photographer yeah. and also editing. Yeah. Uh, and also attending uh, col college. Co co uh, college. And then when I graduated, uh, I come back to Addis. So when I come back to Addis. Now, I'm not just a photographer, a random photographer who do studio photography, wedding photography. I, I have a storytelling skill because I'm a writer, I'm a journalist, right? So w when, uh, whenever you are, when you are a writer, you have ideas in your image. You have, like, in your head, you have powerful imagination, yeah, right? Yeah. So on that imagination, like, uh, when, when you have a camera, you get to materialize whatever wow. is on your mind. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? So the camera gave me a tool. Not a lot of people know it. that because <laughs> li like they, they, they separate literature and photography because the literature they say is like it's, a, it's intellectual things. And yeah. then you have photography, which is like creative side. But yes. you combine those two together. Yes. Wow. Okay, go ahead. Yes. So uh, I, I did that. Then I started like uh, when I came back, like back home in Addis. I, I, because I, I, I don't want to work in a regular studio yeah. because I'm a journalist. Yeah. But I don't want to be just uh, also a journalist because I also have a photographic skill. You know what I mean? So these two has to come together. Then I started to how I started to connect my journalism into photography. Yeah. So like uh, and I started researching and so on. And there is a photographer called Aida Muluna. I don't know if you know no, her. I'm not uh, she's like uh, I want to thank her for this opportunity in this opportunity mm -hmm. too because she's really amazing. Yeah. Uh, so she's a professional photojournalist. She 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 was raised she was raised here in Scarborough. Uh, she then she went to school in Howard in Howard in DC. Yeah. Uh, with Haile Garima. Okay. Uh, she studied cinema. Then she worked in like you know many different organizations for Washington Washington Post, many different like you know news and art organizations. Then after some time, she wanted to move back home so that she want to tell African stories. She want to help, like you know, like you know, yeah, our yeah. our people. Yeah, and yeah. she want to, like you know, she want to she want to be home. Yeah. So she moved back, and she was like you know, she was doing an amazing thing, yeah. like you know, back home. Yeah. So she had the knowledge, experience, the view, the vision, all those things she had. So uh, we met through, like you know. Uh, there was a, a photography exhibition uh, that yeah. she hosted yeah. called yeah. Addis Photofest. Yeah. So I met her through that, and it was very well promoted. And as a photographer, I was very conscious of that event. Mm. So we get to meet her, and we get to learn from her. Then, like you know, she is a very much a giver. She, sh like you know, she taught me a lot, not only about photography but about life. And also, she, like the fact that like you know, she was she came from here. She knows like very international photographers who, who have been raised here, who work here, and so on. And like on that photography festival, they get to come to Ethiopia so that they can showcase like you know their photos oh, okay. uh, locally in Addis. Nice. And on that time, uh, there was portfolio reviews, there was networking, there was like you know mentor feedback and so on. Yeah. And also, I get to assist her whenever she was doing like you know sh yeah. her things and yeah. so on so i get to learn a lot from her behind the scenes and so on so that's when i merged my journalism and photography into Together. one 
And that made it beautiful. So that made it amazing. And then so that so now how did you land your work with non-government organization that is coming from? I mean, you worked with who? Like with World Health Organization, yeah. one of the biggest organization. And and so how did how did you start get started with that? Yes. So now, like in the past, that like you know, I get to meet with her. I get to comp like you know, to learn from her, get compliments from her, yeah. and so on. Yeah. And also not only from her, but from her network. Like you know, like it you know, started expanding. Yeah, yeah, it starts expanding. So like you know, Jamal Kautis, she, he is an amazing photographer. Yeah. I get to meet him, like you know, and like and also like to hear from him yeah. because we look up to those people. Yeah, and like you know, without them, without you, like you know, getting to talk to them, to hear their compliments and so on, you don't you don't get to build the confidence of saying I'm a professional photographer, because like you know, you g they get to see your work. And they say it's amazing. They you will say like you know, okay, I'm in this label. Yeah. <laughs> because when you are a self-taught photographer, nobody's gonna teach you and uh, like you know, mid exam, like you know, final exam, and nobody's gonna graduate. Yeah. You, right. Yeah, yeah. You get to like you know, experience Learn yourself based on somebody else's based knowledge. Based on somebody else's yeah. knowledge, yeah. and like you know, if Ida likes it, like you know, somebody else will like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Ida, uh, like you know, she's a is professional photographer she get to work with like you know the organizations you mentioned yeah, yeah. so if i get a compliment from her the people like you know who commissioned me at that place is gonna get me yeah you know what i mean so my words of like you know and my confidence of knowing yeah. and like you know saying i made it is on her label so does you it know what i mean does it also humble you like sometimes you'll be like you do a really nice work and then it's like oh this is the top and then somebody else will come in and you're like oh you look at yours? Always. <laughs> Not only somebody else, but also yourself. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you, when you are emotionally very much attached to yeah. your work, yeah. sometimes you don't get you don't to see, see your faults. Yes. You don't get yes. to see your flaws, yeah. right? Yeah. Then, like, you know, like, uh, the f like, in this place, honesty is very much, like, very much appreciated. Yeah. But in our culture, if I, like, you know, in, in our culture, when I say, like, you know, when I was like, you know, back home, yeah. and when I was in that state of being yeah. or in that state of mind, yeah. like, uh, like criti criticism was very hard. Yeah, it's and not like well you know taken, right? Yeah, yeah. And like you know, like you know, you get to, t to take things personally. You say like you know, okay, maybe she's jealous. That's why she <laughs> don't <laughs> like it. Let's By the way, you know, I'm sorry not to interrupt you, but that yeah. that mindset is even when you come on this side, it doesn't leave you. I know, I know, it's a mindset that's throughout the world. But we have it a lot, and then we have as a as a, as being Ethiopian, we have the right to speak about our own fault. And <laughs> yeah. even when you come here, I think that mindset doesn't even leave you easily, unless someone really, um, unless you really work hard in trying to get that mindset out, yeah. or someone really mentors you for you to come out of it. Even while you're looking at people and being very constructive when they're trying to tell you, oh, this is bad. And as a, especially as a creative, I think it makes it difficult because creative people are very emotionally attached to their work. Yeah. And, and and same thing with me. I had a, I had a roommate. I as you know, I paint, right? So I do realistic yeah. drawing. So um, I remember one time I I drew um, huge. You you've seen my lion painting. I think I've showed you. I, I sent it to you through Facebook or something. Yes, uh, you yes. remember? Yeah. So I did a, the first version of it, and it was good. Like it was really good. And I did the whole thing. And I had a roommate. He's an artist, amazing artist. He looked at it. <laughs> he took, he took a. I had a white brush. He looked at it. He took a white brush, dipped it, and he put a big X on it, and he said, "Do it again. You can do it better." 
I crushed. <laughs> like, I was going to eat him alive. I was so angry, but at the same time, I knew how much he, you know, he meant good for me. I just swallowed my pride. It, I was boiling inside because I spent seven hours painting that drawing. But when I did the second time, it came out a lot more better than it was amazing. So um, I'm saying that because to say that and most people, when they are taking time to criticize you, because they want you to do better. Yes. And then it's not easy for us to see it. And that's I wanted to point out because it's, it's, it's not just in our culture, but even here it's not easy. So go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. That took some time, too, because mm -hmm. like sometimes like uh, it's hard to take criticism mm -hmm. without taking it personally. Yeah. That takes practice. Yeah. Because uh, like immediately what you start to think is that person is not seeing my view. Yeah. And uh, sometimes art is personal. You get to like you know uh, sometimes like you know when uh, you don't understand yeah. my view, yeah. like you know you say like you know you are the bad one, I'm, I'm the great <laughs> one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you know sometimes though you have to like you know like you know uh, separate your emotional like attachment to it yeah. and say he might be right. Yeah. Because like you know when Ida came to like you know at this, yeah. she get to like you know a lot of people hated her because she was honest. Like she was like if she didn't like it. Like there is no like you know like sugar coating sugar or so on. Yeah. She said it like it's bad. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because you you she doesn't have you I don't know how to say it in English. You linta. She doesn't have you linta. Like yes. she came out of it. It's exactly. like blunt, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, let me tell you. So like we went to Lalibela to to have a photo tour. Yeah. Uh, like you know with group of like you know like you know photographers yeah, like yeah. you know from her network and also students like us, and like you know. I started photography like you know uh, in in that studio, but like you know for taking photographs in the studio and like you know for regular clients and so on, and photo as an art are completely different things, like completely different things. Yeah. The way you frame, the way you light, the way you do many things are completely different. So uh, on Lalibela time, uh, <laughs> like we get, like we go out and take photos as many as we want. Yeah. Then, like, we go, we're gonna go come to our hotel, yeah. and we're gonna select 15 to 20 images. Yeah. And on dinner time, we bring our laptop, and we bring, like, we show them what we've taken. Yeah. And they will criticize it. They will say it's good, it's bad. So, like, and is it to each other? Like, is it for all photographers, or is it for photographers? Oh like, okay. but like, you know, for Ida and her network. Okay. okay. Those are who, who are professional photographers, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And the good thing is, if it's good, they will tell you why it's good. And if it's bad, they will tell you it's bad. Yeah. Why it's bad? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that you will learn to uh, Make how to better. take good photos yeah. and how to not to take bad photos, yeah. right? Yeah. And one day, uh, I was like, you know, all around the place. I was like, you know, very happy with the pictures I have taken. Then <laughs> I edited uh, some parts yeah. and like I I, br I brought out twenty images. Yeah. Then I think she was also tired. But also, like, and when I look back to the photos now, I know why she said that. But she said, draw it. Like, she calls me Dave. So she said, Dave, like, you know, photography isn't for you. Go back to <laughs> writing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, take me back home. <laughs> take me back home. I want to hug my mom. <laughs> <laughs> because she, like uh, the photos was like uh, really really bad, 
and she like she don't even know how to say <laughs> why it's bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> then I was on that night. I was offended, <laughs> but I took it all in and I I said okay. Then I slept on it. Oh my goodness! I'll be I <laughs> it was like a big <laughs> sledgehammer coming down on you. Yeah. Then I you know on the next day you get up. You're gonna take photos. Again, yeah. li- life goes on. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. You don't take anything yes, personally. Yeah. Then, like you know, I because I truly know she's a really good person, and whenever she sees something good, she comments. Yeah. So I trusted her. Yeah. Like you know, in, in her judgment, I trusted her in in her opinions yeah. and so yeah, right. Yeah. Then, after some time, like you know, I'm a photographer. You are a photographer. Yeah. I, I have some work. I will show you. Yeah. And if you comment something, yeah. I learned to like you know to like the photos, but not to be professionally taken. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And also I learned how to take criticisms and so on. And like you know, s- like you know, it took some time and it took practice. But after some time, you get to learn from it. And the the like you know the moment you pass this maturity, yeah. and the moment you become comfortable being critiqued in your own photos, and you'll be okay with it. And also, you have like you know, you say, okay, I'm gonna work on, and I'm gonna make it better. Yeah. And the fact that like you acknowledge you are not perfect, and whatever you produce is also have its own limitations, like in and so on. That's a success for me. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like, I learned those things from her. Yeah. So, uh, coming to the topic, so like we get to learn like you know how to take professional photos and so. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's and those people are like you know high ranking people. You know? So she yeah, like so she basically got you into those those organizations with her network and stuff and then and then you got started. Yeah, so uh, we started working together. Yeah. Uh I I I work in communication, so like you know, I work in journalism, right? So I do social media marketing. I start to write for company profiles for like you know c- uh, companies, yeah. uh, and also I do I, I work also communication work yeah. on the side. Yeah, yeah. So she had a company called DFA, yeah. Desta for Africa. It's yeah. a consulting company yeah. where she like you know teaches photography and so on. Uh, plus like and she do production work as well, right? Yeah. So we get to work with her. We get to see how she works and so on. Then uh, I had a friend uh, who's uh, like you know very close to my brother. Uh, his name is Thomas Gunn. Okay. He has a company called Mopix Production, and he does documentary, okay. video documentary. Okay. Okay. Then he d- he does documentary for this organization. Yeah. Then, whenever he has uh, like you know uh, conferences, whenever he has documentaries and so on, and whenever he has photo requests, he always outsources to somebody else oh, okay. because he's not a photographer. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, in this kind of job, you need to have a lot of skills to be in their level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get to like you know collaborate with him, and I said, why don't you like you know, like you know take the offer of that photography service, yeah. and I get to work on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And on that time, I didn't have any like you know portfolio to show, because like you know, it doesn't matter who you are. If you if you do the work and if you do great, they will do. They will give you the job. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you know, regardless of like you know, like you know, how much w- like you know, how much a year experience you have, or like you know, uh, like there are a lot of circumstances, right? Because like you know, so- sometimes like you know, back home people are not professional, 
like you know sometimes like you know you get to work with somebody because you know somebody yeah or you are a relative it's of because somebody. of connections and connections stuff like that. and yeah. so right yeah, yeah. but in these times if you produce what you what you what, what you, you promise said, yeah. you're gonna get the work yeah right yeah so i get to work for free for two different companies so that i can build portfolio yes yeah. so i said okay now i'm gonna volunteer this project and i go with him and whenever he's do doing the the video work i go do i do go there and i take photos yeah and like you know we promise them we're gonna give you as a gift okay. the photos yeah yeah then like you know we, we're gonna deliver to them but next time if they require the service they are gonna pay so it worked as a compliment because when he does his documentary he gets paid but yeah. at the same time He's giving them a complimentary. It, it promotes Portal. him, yes. and at the same time, it builds portfolio for you. For me, that is that is a beautiful thing. Yes. So it's a collaboration of two. While one is actually doing his work, one is building his portfolio. portfolio. That is an yeah. important thing. So like I'm gonna pause right there because, for someone who has an experience, um, I'm sorry to say that, but um, I know we, we we have a lot of things to hammer down on our culture. But one of the things that I think everybody talks about when it comes to uh, Habesha is whenever they know knowledge, they'll hide it. They'll keep it to themselves. They're very, uh, you know, it's, it's really hard for you to ask someone, it's like, oh, how did you do this? No, 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 that's <laughs> all you get. I tr so, many, so many times. And then there are people who criticize me for telling what I know. Yeah. Like, I, I remember, like, some knowledge is certain things. I'm very creative, so... I get ideas every time, but it doesn't mean because I get an idea, I have to use all of them. And I'm like, I, I see some people who have the, the ability or the talent for it. And I'm like, why don't you do this and this? I was thinking about this, it's original. Why don't you take it and do it? And then there are people like, why are you telling everybody? I'm like, why not? That's so that comes from fear. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then um, I, I never forget this. Um, there was a, I was watching interview, um, what was what was that interview the the, the 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 British guy that passed away who had a talk show back home? Uh, um, Mela. Me Mela, yeah, yeah, yeah. On that show, he brought a lady who exports injera outside. Okay. I was I was listening to an interview and he told her, "There's a lot of people that are trying to copy. You're not scared." She's like, "They can't copy as much as they they want. They can't do it as the way I do it." That is yeah. that is beautiful. So yeah. for someone who has experience to bring in somebody else that is new to introduce him into industry while is also benefiting himself that is a beautiful collaboration because yeah. nobody's losing he's not losing his time to teach you things he's not losing his time to you know introduce you to somebody else potentially might be his client but by bringing you in he benefited but at the same time he also helped you to do it so that's beautiful yeah and also like the fact that we don't share yeah it comes from fear yeah because like you know fear of like you know lacking yeah. because we fear someday he's gonna take over yeah and like he's gonna take my business yeah. and so yeah. right yeah. but like you know if you actually see it there is a space for everybody yeah and like you said you there is no way it's gonna like you know one person is not gonna copy it's not like right? he's gonna limit your creativity exactly yeah. right yeah. so that comes from luck yeah. mindset yeah. right yeah. but like you know truth is there is so much abundance yes, in it yeah, right yeah. so we have to expand we have to share we have to give yeah because like you know sometimes like you know it uh, it's very limited and fixed mindset yeah. for me yeah. right yeah. but I, I get to like for me i didn't have any kind of fear so like i get like okay, credit any to kind of credit fear to in parents? this profession yeah. you know what i mean yeah. because like uh, 
like, like I said, we have like you know so many peers, yeah. like you know in our photography, yeah. right? Yeah. So like you know, like you know, you are starting as a photographer. I ha I'm starting as a photographer. I'm not gonna like you know conclude myself and say that person is not gonna know. We go together and we photograph. We go together and we do the job. You know what I mean? We like I help you in your yeah. uh, in your in your work in your profession yeah. and so on, and you help me in mine. Yeah. That's how, like you know, we grew up. That's how we see things and so on, right? Then this come to picture. Ida came to the picture. Yeah. Uh, you know what Ida will, will like you know will say will, will say to us, I don't want you to be me. I want you to be better than me. Yeah. Hmm. It takes a lot for some. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you know, she she has no ego in it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. She has no self importance. Yeah. Yeah. She has no fear of like you know me better than her. Yeah. She embraces that yeah. and she inspires us. Yeah. And if Aida, she is a great photographer uh, on that time, she we, we look up to us, yeah. uh, we, we look up to her. Yeah. If she says, you're going to be better than me someday, imagine how much self-confidence uh, self, self yeah. she's building in she's you. Yeah, she's because a she believes in you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you know, that person also said, li like, you know, the Thomas Gunn said, okay, you do great job, you are very young, I want you to grow. So I want to give you the opportunity. Yeah. But like you know, for me to be part of my team, uh, for for you to be part of my team, yeah. you need to have a portfolio. Yeah, that doesn't mean I don't believe in you, but that's a criteria. That's like you know, like you know, a, a discipline yeah. and a criteria you need to have yeah. to be in that position. Yeah, and I said, okay, I'm gonna work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even like you know, financially, I wasn't really like you know tough enough to build that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he gives me like you know some camera. He gives me some equipment so that I can build myself. So the next time, uh, like you know, whenever like some uh, like you know paying company comes around, we're gonna share it. Yes, yes. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, like that like you know that belief is like you know he owes me like he, he I owe him so much yeah. because yeah. like you know it's really beautiful. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And the only way to pay him is not to pay him for like you know to him, but to pay it forward. Exactly. You that know what I mean. That is what it counts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like you know, now I'm an open book for anyone who wants to oh, learn photography. I've seen that. I've seen that. And, <laughs> and then just to give an example to you know, um, I want to give credit where it belongs because uh, the first time that we met, right? So it's it wasn't even that long, and you heard you know about uh, Limitless, about the, the the clothing brand and stuff, and then people asked me, "Is like you know how come you started?" I'm like, "Oh, um, no." Someone asked me whether I take a professional picture or do I take my the picture of my own because they saw it they looked at my Instagram and they saw the picture I said no I take it myself I, I don't I can't afford it at this time to pay a professional photographer to do it and then lo and behold David came in <laughs> and then he's like no I'll do it no problem I'm like I'm like I said I, I don't have much to pay you he goes it's okay you pay me whatever you have and we did how many how many hours you were there two two three hours I, I yeah. remember it was like two, three hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. And my son was modeling for him. And then he came and he did uh, two, three hours. I think he even extended it more than that. And he only took $100 from me. And he said, nope, that's all. And I'm just doing it just for for professionality. And then if I tell him to take it for free, I think he, I know he would he would take it. So that's the kind of person that he is. And and for him to, I guess, it, your life experience also taught you to pay for it. And we are now we are you know we're friends we're you know we are here right now talking together so um knowing oneself and not being um 
insecure for you to be able to say, I have a talent, I will help you out. I think it will allow you to grow as a person. It will allow the 100%. next person to grow. That is amazing. 100%. 100%. 100%. So, what is Kuraz? Sorry? Kuraz. So, ku- so there's Kuraz. Yeah. So oh, okay. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm jumping to, because <laughs> I'm jumping to the, to the, to the, the meat now. So now you have Kuraz back home, and then, and then there's Kuraz story here. Is that what it is, or is it the whole thing is the same? You mean Guzo, right? Guzo. What am oh. I saying? Why am I saying? <laughs> I'm sorry. You see, I don't know why Guzo and Kur- I keep saying Kuraz. <laughs> Where did I get Kuraz from? <laughs> I'm hard speakers uh, now. They're gonna <laughs> laugh at me. It's like Bafita Mante. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, you don't know. I apologize. Guzo. Um, Guzo, yes. You had you had Guzo. You you started a, a company. Uh, I don't know if it's a company or as a book. Uh, yeah. Guzo back home, and then you have Guzo stories now here. So are they similar or is it a, a like a Zena branch off that we have? And talk to me a little bit about. Guzo 165 was it was I right yeah 165 yeah. yes talk yeah. to me about Guzo 165 and then what you did in 2015 and then and then talk to me about Guzo stories now what you do here in Toronto yeah so um, after like you know so some time I started working for these companies yeah. as a freelancer yeah. and I started working with like you know news media yeah. like you know to contribute with articles photos and so on so everything I did was freelance yeah and I wanted something for my own. Like I, like uh, earlier I said, I want some to build something for myself, right? Yeah. Then I'm a writer, I'm a graphic designer, I, I do photography. So I can do my own publishing. I can do yeah, my own yeah, work yeah. without going to anybody. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, when you are like, you know, if you are only a writer, you need to have a layout designer, a graphic designer uh, to make a book, yeah. right? Uh, if you are a photographer, you need someone to write it for you. So you got it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you know, uh, God and my parents blessed me <laughs> to have multiple professions. Yes, yeah. Like, you know, they are all categorized in storytelling, yeah, yeah. but they are in different mediums, yeah, right? Yeah. And one complements, like, you know, the other. And, the, like, you know, the mix is, like, you know, will make it, like, in a whole stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Then I, I, I know I have those professions. So I said, I have to do something about that, you know? So, like, you know, ever since I graduated, uh, I wanted to do something for my own. I, st- I wanted to publish magazines yeah. with different, like, you know, yeah. uh, d- different partners, like, who can support me financially yeah. to produce the work yeah. and so on. Yeah. But that didn't, didn't go well and so on. So, like, you know, uh, I went to different routes and I, 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 I take risk. I follow my passion. So sometimes it's risky. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, you know, it's rocky. But... It's okay. That's as the long as I'm connected That's to it. That's the beauty about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, as long as I'm connected to it, yeah. it's great. Yeah. And I live with my parents, so I have like you know m- very minimum <laughs> experience. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. And like you know, my parents didn't judge me. They say, okay, someday you're gonna get it together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they have like you know little anything saying you know, like you know I need to have a professional job, I need to be stable and so on, but they also know what I go through. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And they also know, like, you know, success comes from sacrifice. Yeah. And that takes some time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they were very patient with me. Yeah. Uh, they are still very patient of with well me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but on that time, I really appreciate it. Yeah. You know what of I mean? Of course. Because sometimes, like, you know, in these times, you need some, uh, some people to believe in yeah. you. Yeah. 
because like you know in the, if those people are who are who you are dependent with yeah. you really need them yeah and they were there definitely you know what yeah. I mean? so i really appreciate that then like you know uh, doing this part-time i wanted to do something for my own yeah. so i said okay i'm gonna publish books so when i wanted to publish books um so it, it now it's something I'm, I'm learning, but I will tell you why I'm, I'm okay. learning it okay, later. Okay. But I was very nationalistic. Okay. I grew up like in, in Ethiopia. I grew up in the church. Yeah. I grew up like you know hearing Ethiopia is everything. Yeah. Like you know Ethiopia <laughs> is the, the leader of everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like you know I'm Ethiopian. I'm Ethiopian. Like you know uh, like you know I'm unique. I have this. I have that. All those stories were all in my head. Yeah, national you know pride, I mean? yeah. National pride yeah, and so on. Yeah. And that was like, you know, fanatic. Yeah. Like, uh, fanatic, fanatic to the level that, like, you know, the some, like, in Ethiopia, like, you know, ca comes to visit, uh, like, you know, Ethiopia. Uh, I will bug him saying, why do you go back? Like, why do you, why are you do there? I don't, f you know? I don't find, I don't find, I mean, like, I know you might, sometimes it might be extreme, but I don't find it being negative. I'm like th that pride because on the on the other side, on the extreme side, you have people where who are ashamed of where they came from. They're trying to get rid of like I think yesterday we were talking and I haven't told you that I was trying to get rid of my accent when I was talking <laughs> in English when I was younger, when I came here. Yeah. And I told you how much I regret that yeah. because I want few people to know my accent. So it tells them where I came from. So. Yeah. For me, I see it in, a, in a positive things, and it might yeah. be extreme sometimes yeah. the way you say it. But yeah, I would say that if I was, I think if I was in your page right now, knowing what I know right now, yeah. when people come here, I'm like, either why do you live, or I would say like you've never seen any place like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, the, like a good amount is good. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> but like, I was like. Here or nothing, you know. You're like I mean? a like my a way or cultic the highway. Kind yeah, of yeah. <laughs> 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 like and I say like you know, this is the only thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that wasn't the only thing, yeah. right? Yeah. So my view was to contribute something. Yeah. So I said we have this history, we have this culture, yeah. we have this treasure. Yeah. I'm gonna publish books yeah. about this. Okay. So like you know, like I said, I read, I write, so I can like you know build like you know that those content without doing anything yeah. like you know like yes there are some production expense and so on yeah. but when you are connected to it you don't get to see that hard work yeah. because you are connected yeah, to it yeah. or y what you are only focusing on is you being a publisher yeah. you like you know p publishing that so that like you know like you want them to see the outcome and like you know that outcome has an impact and like you want to see the impact in those places, yeah, right? Yeah. So I said, I started like and like reading about Ethiopia and what makes them unique, the history and so on, and uh, and also I get to tour, like you know, most of like you know the places and so on, yeah. and I see those like you know places who are UNESCO registered yeah. and they are very well known, are very much developed. Yeah, yeah. And that's amazing yeah. because they, they have like you know world recognition. They have like you know tourists. The tour, the tour guides and the tour operators have packages. Yeah. So, like, in whenever tourists come around, they get to visit them and so on. So, they can sustain themselves. But in Ethiopia, there is there the history, the culture, the treasure is very rich. Yeah. There are amazing places who are not discovered, but they are still amazing. Yeah. And ju just because they are not discovered, they are in danger. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I get to like, and 
uh, like you know, I, I, ha I had responsibility that, like you know, and because I have this uh, like you know media platform, I have this talent, I have this like you know knowledge. Now I have to contribute my knowledge, promoting these things. You said you have you had responsibility. Yeah, because I still have responsibility. So, yeah. so I but I we are talking back then. Yeah, right? no, so I mean yeah. no, no. When you say responsibility, the reason I, I that really touched me is that. Um, even wherever wherever you're living, I think as an Ethiopian also we have responsibility to put a light on our beauty of our country, yeah. and and I think a lot of people don't know that, and yeah. I appreciate you for saying that that you have you felt like it is your responsibility for you to to let people know what is in there. Yeah. So like, if you think about it, like let's say Ethiopia has like you know three thousand years history, yeah. right? So. And you see proofs of that. Yeah. You see books, you see treasures, you see a lot of manuscripts, Scripts and, yeah, right, yeah. and so on, right? Yeah. So those things came to like to me after three thousand years, because in every generation, someone there was someone that was like you know committed to protecting them. Yeah, yeah. And some people died for it. Yeah. Some people like you know sacrificed their life, their like you know their many things. To 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 sustain yeah. this and to make this continue yeah. living, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So history will continue living as soon as, li like you know, as much as, like you know, the generation pass it, like you know, as honestly yeah. and as honorably as possible. <laughs> you know what yes, I mean. Yes. So like I feel like uh, like you know, God gave me this like you know professions so that I can contribute something and I can pass. Like you know, my ancestors' knowledge, wisdom, uh, and this, like you know, uh, manuscripts, like you know, yeah. I will say these national treasures yeah. to the next generation, yeah. because every generation has their responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So that was the re real initiation of Guzo. Okay. So uh, like I, I call it Guzo because Guzo means journey, right? Yeah. Or travel. Yeah. So I get to travel to these different places and I get to tell that story. So that was really, uh, really nice. So is it, is it a, was it a visual book of like the places with their story? Like, yeah. you, you, as you said, you were combining phot uh, photography and literature together. So you're writing the stories about certain places and then also documented photography and then to uh, that got published as a book. Yes. Okay. So it was a destination book, okay. a destination travel book. So... Um, when I go there, I come. I go with my camera, yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, I interview people because I'm Ethiopian. I know the language, yeah. so I get to interview like you know the locals, yeah. like you know the people who are around yeah. there, and uh, I get the privilege of uh, like uh, accessing like you know ancient manuscripts yeah. and so on. Yeah. And some of them are like you know in different language yeah. in Gaz, right, and so on. So I, and I, I don't speak yeah. and I don't read Gaz, yeah. but like you know my father and like you know. Connections from him, like you know, knows a lot of people, so they get to translate those things for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one another in one other initiation I had was um, like in this like you know like touristic books and so on. Most of them are written by foreigners. Huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because like um, most of like most of the time publishers came from like you know abroad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they don't trust like you know locals and how to tell the stories yeah, and so on yeah. because the locals has the national pride and they get to exaggerate everything yeah right and they always like you know like you know 
use their own knowledge. Yes. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I don't want to, now I'm, I'm watching my, like, you know, my language. Yeah. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? And I don't want to be pushy of saying, like, you know, us and them yeah. and things like yeah, that. Yeah. But I, this in these places, it's needed, yeah, right? Yeah. Because, like, uh, we, we should be our own storytellers. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, you know, if, like, you know, let's say we are sitting together, yeah. I have my own story. Yeah. But like you know, if you push this mic away, yeah. and if you say David is this, David is that, you are telling me, you are te you are telling the your the perception audience. of David. Exactly. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But my story could be different. Yeah. But now I have a mic, I can tell my own exactly, story. Exactly. Right. Yeah. N but like in now, like uh, on that time, I'm a writer, I'm a photographer, I do graphic design, I can tell my own story. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I'm entitled to my own story yeah, because yeah. I'm Ethiopian. <laughs> yes. You know what yeah. I mean? So I said, I'm going to write my own. That was also my, uh, like, you know, my other initiation of starting this. It's just to, to tell your own side of the story. And then yes. the, fact, the fact that you go into places and also interview the actual people that are there, exactly. is that's the beauty because you can hear the original story from their mouth and then without any tinting, it, you, can, you can print it and present it. Exactly. So did you, uh, was the book, I know uh, you printed it physically, right? Yes, and um, was was it um, was it is it right now is it available in anywhere? Not not right now. It's sold out. Okay. And um, are you are you planning to rep now? It makes it easier to publish things because you can do ebooks. Uh, you can do it on Amazon. Like you know, are you planning to republish it? Because I know a lot of people, including myself, who wants to get a hold of that book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not right now. It's like, you know, I'm going to be honest. It's on pause. Yeah. Uh, because I'm also rethinking and reevaluating my, yeah. my views yeah. and what I want to do and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, on that time, I was really proud. Yeah. And like, you know, those people who have it, I'm really proud of it. You know I'm what I mean? I'm hoping that you will uh, unpause it and <laughs> for <laughs> yes. us to be able to, I mean, it's a beautiful thing, right? Even yes. if you, um, include your own uh, development right now, what you have currently into that and then re you know, edit it and then, you know, kind of republish it in a, in a newer way. I think that would be beautiful because I know yeah. a lot of people that will hear this would want it to, you know, have that kind of books in their hand, especially people who are diaspora, who live in the Western world. And so I think um, it, this is encouragement from me to you for you to, <laughs> to come back with it. Okay. So from there, you started a... a now you're here and currently in Toronto. How, lo how long have you been living in Toronto? Four and a half years. In four and a half years, you've done so much <laughs> here. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So Even COVID, you uh, like, you know, posed a lot of things. Uh, I was supposed to do a lot. Yeah. But COVID was a little bit shaky. So here now, um, d professionally, day job, you here you do freelancing, journalism. Is that what you do? Yeah, so I do photography, yeah. uh, like uh, journalism, uh, writing, playing, communicating stuff. Yeah, um, I do like, uh, let's say, communication yeah. works. Yeah. Like because communication involves like you know graphic design, like you know marketing, yeah. uh, like you know yeah. social media marketing and digital marketing. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. like you know now it's called um, communication works. Yeah. photography. Uh, I added video here. Yeah. Uh, I do website now. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I like, you know, a collection of these things yeah. in freelance. So if you guys want all in one, and <laughs> I'll put I'll put his links on the description. I, I know it's uh, uh, David Photo, so um, I and I will put all the Instagram, all the information that he has on it. And then so you guys will be able to, um, you know, do whatever you. you want, inquire <laughs> whatever you want. Um, yeah. So you started a, a Guzo story. 
Yes. Right? So uh, here in Toronto. So what is it about that? So Guzo Stories is, uh, if you know Humans of New York. Yeah. By uh, Brandon Stanton. Okay. Uh, I think that I, I said his name right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but Humans of New York compliments him because, yeah. like, you know, it's very well known. Yeah, yeah. So I started following him even back home when I was in Addis on IG. So uh, he also developed it, like, you know, on the job as well. Yeah. But, like, you know, his main job was to collect street stories from random strangers. Okay, okay. I think I've seen some of it, yeah. 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 So, like, his first plan was to take 10,000 photos and to have, like, you know, a, a big map of um, New York. Yeah. And to put every photo in the GPS where it's taken. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, his plan was, like, you know, to put, like, you know, 10,000 photos yeah, yeah. to be printed, like, you know, in the smaller yeah. and to have a big map of New York and then and to, to print it, it in every location. In yeah. In every location yeah. where it took him. Yeah. So, uh, that was his plan. Yeah. And, like, uh, and he was just a photographer. Yeah. Like, he was just taking photos. Yeah. And one day, like, you know, one he met one person and that person was wearing all green like from head to toe all green and he, has, he like you know he didn't ask anything he didn't like you know ask names and so on he just take photos leave take photos leave and like you know when he he was taking the uh, a photo of that person that person said today is a green day and what does it mean and that person said every day uh, i wear a different color like every day of the week, yeah. I, I wear a different color. Yeah. So today is green, tomorrow is gonna be red or some color. So, and on that time, he r he wrote on the post saying today is green day for me. It's a green wear. Yeah. And on other day, he wrote this, and he posted it, and he like you know the reaction on social it media went viral. was viral. Yeah. So he said, okay, if I include stories with the photos, wow. that will be powerful. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he started asking questions before or after he takes the photos. Yeah. Then he started developing it. And it's just random strangers. Uh, like, you know, uh, like, and he will Anything come to you. Street, yeah. yeah, and he will ask you some random questions. Yeah. And he will take your photos and he will share it. Yeah. And it was amazing. And, like, you know, sometimes, like, you, like, you know, if me and you meet on the streets, I'll say hi to you because, like, you know, you are from yeah, Ethiopia. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I'm going to live. Yeah. If you, are, if you are not Ethiopian, I'm not going to look at you. Yeah. Right? But, like, imagine, like, you know, what we can share within each other. Learning you know what I story mean? from the person. Story from the yeah. person and so on. So I was really inspired by it. Then I came here. Then, like, you know, like because the lifestyle of New York and Toronto are quite similar. Yeah, yeah. There is the urbanization, like, you know, the, like, you know, the lifestyle and so on similar, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I and I said, okay, I'm going to take photographs and I'm going to start that. You know what I mean? But I was also very scared because it was like, you know, a lot to, uh, for me, uh, it takes a lot of courage yeah. to ask stranger yeah. to, like, you know, what's it, wha how, how are you doing? Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. you know, what's your story? Yeah. Like, and uh, asking those things, right? It is beautiful. Right? Yeah. So he was, uh, he inspired me. Yeah. Like, and in every interview I give about Guzo stories, I always credit him because like, you know, I re really mirrored, yeah. like, you know, his, like, you know, way of interviewing, yeah, yeah, way yeah. of things and so on, right? Yeah. And I see him being popular. 
I see him he's he being he publishing books yeah. like you know and being a New York Times bestseller yeah, yeah. like you know like and appearing in many different like you know um, like uh, news Venues like and you stuff, know yeah. and so on so okay I can make an impact yeah. with this you yeah. know what I mean yeah. and I started doing it and I started with my friends because like you know you start within your own circle yeah, right yeah. and like I'm a journalist, so <laughs> like it's easier for me to make conversations. Yeah. Like it's, it's easier for me to ask questions and so on. So I uh, I have my phone always with me, and I have my camera yeah. to do street shoots and yeah. so on always with me. Yeah. So I started recording you while I am interviewing you, and after like you know I hear your story, I'll take your photo. Then I started sharing it on my Instagram. Yeah, I I mean I read uh, I read a. A bunch of uh, beautiful stories, and then there was one you did a couple, older couples. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I remember. I forgot the story, and it was the the story was so beautiful. Uh, yeah. They were sitting, uh, they were sitting like on the edge. I think it was downtown Toronto or something. They were sitting yeah. on the edge of two couples. You remember that? Two couples, yeah. older couples. They were so, sitting yeah. on the edge, yeah. and then you you ask question and your story. So, um, knowing someone, uh, going around and asking like a deeper question, I think that is by itself. It's impactful for the person that you're asking, and then it's really exciting for people who follow you. It's like, who's he gonna ask now? Like, imagine you walking around on the street, randomly. Like, I wonder what that guy's story is. Like, just pointing randomly. So that's yeah. a kind of curiosity that you're creating among people. So, yeah, that we're gonna we're gonna have to have a part two because there's so <laughs> much of story. No, I'm serious. There's so much story, and I'm literally limiting myself. To <laughs> not to make it along because there's so much that I want to ask you. There's so much that you have to offer, but I'm gonna ask this question because as a um, you were you basically you're a fairly newcomer, right? So five yeah. years, and compared to some people, 20, 30 years, right? <laughs> yes. So in in this short time, you accomplished so much. You you you're doing a lot, and the question that I want to ask is and and then you know. Um, with with some encouragement from uh, Masi, she's she said that this kind of topic is important. So, um, for newcomers, for people who come here, right? Um, what do you think? It's for example, for me, I came younger. There was a, a, a as as young person as a teenager, and it was very destructive. I think the the age is yeah. very destructive. You get distracted. I was I was 15 when I came, and there's so 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 people tend to waste their time you know, doing things that are unnecessary. So when you came in, um, was it helpful the fact that you came as an adult, made you focus, the fact that you established a certain part of professionalism back home and for you to be able to, because it's not everybody that comes in with a short time to do a lot. And the question I have is, what is the necessity th you think that people who come in that should do in order for them to move them away being, uh, I call it average? for them to do what they're supposed to do, for them to be limitless, for them to actually chase their dream, and then for them to be able to, you know, do like the <laughs> way you're doing it. So um, yeah. what is your word? What do you think the, the factors are for newcomers and what, what they should do or when they come in, what is the first thing that you think that they should focus on and talk about on that? Yeah, it's an amazing, uh, like, you know, uh, amazing question okay, and like you know uh, it can be addressed in many different ways yeah. so I'm gonna try as much as possible okay. so um, the first thing like you know we need to understand uh, as myself is not to be identified with 
who we think we are. Because like like earlier I, I was saying, like you know, I was like you know too like you know attached to my Ethiopianism mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and, and like you know, with national pride and so on. So I feel like like you know when you are attached to something, it will always create you and me kind of difference. Yeah. Because like now you are Ethiopian and if I'm like you know too prideful to be Ethiopian, yeah. you will be mine. And other people who are outside of that border will be them. Yeah. And that creates a big, big difference in our mindset yeah. and uh, in adapting things. And so yeah. And for me, letting go of that and seeing myself as a global citizen yeah. and, like, you know, moreover as a human yeah. has really helped me adjust anywhere in the world, like, literally anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you know, that is very important. And when I say this, I'm not like, you know, saying like, you know, I'm not Ethiopian. I I'm not saying yeah. like, you know, that thing doesn't matter mm. and so on. Mm. That thing matters to me, but that's not the definition of who I am. Yeah. And that's not the, uh, like, you know, nationality is not a definition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could be one part of you, yeah. but that's not a definition of yeah. you. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? So you need to detach from that, like, you know, uh, narrative of like, you know, we are unique, we are different. Like, you know, we are this, we are that. Yes, it could be. But the other person also has another story yeah. about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like, uh, and I learned that the hard way. Yeah. Uh, and, like, you know, being in Toronto and in the GTA area was, like, you know, really helpful for me because the metropolitan structure of this city yeah. has really helped me. Okay. Because, like, I had stories of, like, you know, us being, like, you know, amazing great like you know like you know being like you know one of the ancient like in and all of that yeah, right yeah and we or we we even like you know um, build personality based on our nationality yeah right that is true yeah right yeah. because like you know Ethi Ethiopians are welcoming yeah right yeah, yeah. but Canadians are welcoming too yeah come on yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. if you go to Senegal Senegals are welcoming in their own yeah, way. yeah you know what I mean yeah so a person who comes from Senegal or Argentina or anywhere in the world they have their own way of welcoming. Yeah. So they have. L they also say, "I'm Senegalese. I am uh, welcoming." Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, we also say, "I'm Ethiopian and I'm welcoming." Right. Yeah. So, but like w when we say "I'm Ethiopian and I'm welcoming," in the background we are saying other people are not welcoming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So when we say welcoming is human personality, and being Ethiopian, it's just being Ethiopian. Yeah. We start seeing people as they are, wow. regardless of where yeah, they come from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like you know, even saying newcomer, like you know, like you know, and so on, doesn't like you know. Yes, it might be true yeah. because we came from different yeah, countries. Yeah. But the culture, the lifestyle, and so on. If you don't, s if you see the commonality of it, regardless of the difference, mm -hmm. there is like you know less difference between them. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because like, I feel like. Yes, the language is different, like, you know, the way we think and so on is different, but it's different, like, you know, approach yeah, of things. Yeah. But we are the same. That is absolutely amazing because... You know what I mean? You are, you are communicating the, the, the psychology part of it, and, yeah. and, and not a lot of people will think this because they come in with... Uh, I remember someone said, people might come out of Ethiopia, but Ethiopia doesn't come out of them. So it's like he's talking about, like, you know, when you're in a different country act like that country that you are in not 
mm-hmm. you're not there. So certain things that you do back home is not going to work here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I know you're a very ambitious person, very hardworking person. So some people, what they say is like when they come in, it's like, oh, it's, it's hard to find a job or um, it's fine, you know, to, to get into a school or, 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 you know, it's, you know, I have to, I have to save money and help back home. Therefore, I don't have the, the privilege for me to chase what I want. Right. And what do you say with that kind of mentality? Like, it, you know, I know you did it. You're, you're in, you know, you appeared on global TV, you got interviewed and for, because someone noticed you for you, you're doing what you're supposed to do. So yeah. how important is when people come here for them to be able to adapt the work ethics of this country? And then what do you think they also, they have to do in a, when I guess the steps that they should take in order to quickly be productive in the in the uh, in Canada, like as they're coming. I yeah. specifically talk about like Ethiopians. Yeah. So Canadian education and Canadian uh, work experience are real, because that's in the system. Yeah. Because the system won't allow you to not to be productive. Yeah. If you don't have Canadian education yeah. and Canadian experience, yeah. right? So I also had that barrier. Yeah. Because like. Um, I went to school in Ethiopia. I didn't go to school photo for photography. Yeah. Uh, I worked so much. Yeah. Even if like even in uh, for international organizations who who are based in New York, who are based in Paris, some of them in Canada, but th- they are like you know like uh, they have like an office uh, like you know in Ethiopia. Yeah. But the, like you know, we all we always whenever we have bids, whenever we have contracts, we always like you know e-sign it with like you know the, the headquarters yeah, here yeah, right yeah. so I, I, I like i was supposed to have international experience yeah not canadian experience yeah. or not local experience yeah. in ethiopia yeah. right yeah. but that thing has bec- has been a barrier and that's like you know a systematic barrier yeah. that i don't understand why it's there yeah and like you know w- that needs to be lifted you know what i mean because my camera doesn't have a nationality <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so photography <laughs> is a rule yeah. anywhere yeah Writing is uh, like you know rule everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. I studied foreign language literature. Yeah. literature. Yeah. It's easier for me to write in English than in Amharic, because like I studied English language. I can see that as yeah. well as yeah. like you know I I, w- I did everything, like you know in English. By so the way, you write very well. Like I mean, thank you. I mean <laughs> I, I I'm 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 gonna admit I lived here almost 20 years. I don't even write 50 percent the way you write. Like <laughs> you have an amazing writing skill. Thank yeah, you. And, yeah, and it's an amazing. I, it can show your skills. So not to interrupt you, but I just want to, yeah. uh, n- <laughs> you know, kind of like <laughs> <Thank> highlight <you>. <laughs> on that. <laughs> yeah. So like the reason I mentioned this is because like you know this like Canadian uh, education and experience are ridiculous systematic barriers yeah. we need to lift. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And those things are a, ch- a challenge, a real challenge for other professions. Yeah. Let's say like you know like you know you're a doctor like you know like you know. There are like you know, rules, regulations, and so on. You need to like you know merge all those things and so on, right? So if you are not in a, in a profession like mine, yeah. you will have that kind of barriers, yeah. and that is systematic barrier. Yeah. And that system has to change, yeah. in my opinion. But for me, it didn't like you know it it wasn't a, a big barrier because it w- I was focused in art and I know how to merge it. I know yeah. how to bridge it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I came here, I built my own website. I didn't had. I didn't have a website back home because the portfolio and so on. We always have like you know, we bring our laptop to yeah. like you know to interview yeah. or like to p- to present our work and we show it on PDF. 
and sometimes like you know a lot of people ask us like you know virtually and we send them like you know PDF portfolio yeah so we weren't required to have website but here like, you don't have time to actually sit with that person and to see portfolio and stuff, yeah, right yeah, yeah. so like you know uh, to have like you know uh, like to connect with people and so on just you need to have business card yeah. and with that business card you need to have a website yeah then like you know i had like you know three four months of like you know me coming here like you know to get like you know work permit like and so on it took some months yeah. so during those times i i learned like you know wordpress uh, on youtube yeah. and i built my own website and i developed a photo journalistic uh, portfolio on my website I, I i printed a business card with my phone and everything and i started networking i i, I went to photo sh photo gallery shows like art exhibitions, openings, and so on, so that I can connect with people. Uh, I approach, like I email people, like um, and like you know, I use my network. So le let's say like you know, you live in Ajax, right? So I say, okay, what news organization is in Ajax? And you will say like you know, there is like you know this, 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 right? And do you know the editor? And yeah, uh, like uh, like you know, if you know the editor, that's nice. If you know like you know an accountant there. I want you to uh, meet, I want you to mm -hmm. connect me on an accountant yeah. because that accountant will know that editor. Wow. You know what I mean? Okay. So, like, you know, I build my network into that uh, so that I can, um, like, you know, meet the right person so that I can pitch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I was really ambitious when I was coming here. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm not going to mention, like, you know, the company names and so on, but I started approaching, like, you know, big companies. Like in who are headquartered here. Yeah, good for you, man. Right? Yeah. But it was very hard yeah. to actually meet them. Because here in our profession, what's the challenge is there is so much supply, but the demand is less. Yeah. Because like there are a lot of professionals yeah. in yeah. the industry yeah. who yeah. went to school, yeah. like yeah. who has a degree, who has a, like no masters just in photography. Yeah. You know what? I have bachelor degree in language and literature. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I didn't have any like for, uh, photography background. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like uh, for me to compete with those people and who have like you know a Canadian experience, who knows the Canadian politics, who who knows the kind of the Canadian entertainment, who knows is the in and out of the city, n have much more a better experience than me. Yeah. So I have to admit that I'm not gonna compete and I'm not gonna like you know take over their job so or I'm not gonna say yeah. like you know z uh, like you know I'm valuable as them yeah. for like you know the, the the hierarchs. You know what I mean? So that what so if I understood the so those competition it just helped you for you to keep looking like keep on keep asking different things keep looking yeah. if I'm not if I'm understanding properly and. Um, you're saying that like when people come in, they just have to ask, 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 and then ne network yes, as, and much, as, as much as possible. As much as because possible. nothing comes to you, obviously. Yeah. So people need to, need to understand that there is a lot more grinding you have to do when you come here Very much than so. what you used to back home. Very much so. Yeah. Because like, uh, like when I was back home, our profession was rare. So we were a few photographers, yeah. like, you know, taking over a lot of like, you know, like, you know, photography jobs, jobs yeah, right? Yeah. But here, when you come here, it's flooded. There are a lot of photographers, and there is a lot of work too. But it's already taken over. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like sometimes the table is full. So sometimes like you know you have to step out and you have to build your own table. I told you. <laughs> I told you this guy has uh, lots of. Uh, hold on. Let me repeat this. You said usually there is a table prepared. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta pull out. 
build your own table. Wow. <laughs> because that space is full. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes, like, you know, those people are already, like, you know, in the markets. They do that for a living and yeah. so on. So sometimes it's also not fair yeah. to come uh, to come in and take on their jobs so because na- they do that for them. So living. now you become your 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 own table master. So <laughs> <laughs> not sure about the master, <laughs> but uh, I'm no, in I my mean own you way, yeah. you you have your own table, so you own that property. So yes. you for you have. So I know requires patience. Uh, that's Very one thing so. I think yeah. we lacked a lot is because it's not easily you know uh, grabbable. You need yeah. patience, you need hardworking. So I wanted to highlight for people because a lot of g- people get discouraged, especially when they come here new, that, you know, it's like, oh, it's hard to get a job. It's hard to, to do what I wanted to do. It's hard. So they end up doing, um, you know, things that I'm not, I'm not, you know, degrading any job, but they end up doing things that they're not supposed to do. And, and, and then, you know, they become miserable in that profession. But I think, as you say, it is like asking, building network and going places and then, you know, giving your free time. You did that in when even when you were back home. So um, and then and then the way you got discovered in global is because you were on the street walking around. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah. And then they saw you now. People that saw you on that, there is a possibility that, you know, someone saw you and I'm like, oh, hold on. I got to contact that person. Right. So uh, networking and looking for it. That is amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, just to add in ahead, here, yeah. so um, it's very okay to do like you know the jobs we are not supposed yeah. to do, like uh, that's our, our out of our profession, I would say. But that should be temporary as a as a transition, as a, like you know stepping stone, Thank right? You, yeah. So let's say like you know you have like you know bachelor degree or a master's, like you know back home, and when you come here, like you know there are like you know hundred people who have that like you know qualifications, yeah. right? And the competition is tight, right? Yeah. So it's okay to do like you know appeal uh, bill paying jobs while you do while you upgrade your like you know yeah. page yeah. or like you know second degree yeah. or like you know building a second career yeah. you know what I mean yeah. it's okay to have that yeah. it's okay to like you know to wo- volunteer for someone while you pay your jo- you, you pay your bills by your paying job yeah. you know yeah. what I mean yeah. but that has to be temporary that has to be in expense like you know in part time you have to do like you know you have to build your career yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so like in covid times like I, I i didn't have that kind of like you know problem yeah. when i was coming here yeah. after like you know three four months i landed a good job yeah. then i started working on my profession yeah. then after like you know few months i added another job i started working two jobs yeah. i was really happy because like you know financially i was good I was happy because I'm, I'm I'm doing what I love yeah. and I'm contributing to the Canadian community yeah. of my passion, my like and things like that, yeah, right? Yeah. I wasn't doing video back home. I started like doing video here. Yeah, it wasn't that much of like you know uh, like you know a big deal yeah. because I, I I know a lot about cameras yeah. and I know editing. Yeah, uh, it wasn't easy. It so it much. was easy. So like you know merge like you know uh, like adding that video part wasn't. Uh, hard thing for yeah. me, you know what yeah. I mean? So, but COVID came around and it killed everything, like literally, you know what I mean? Because like, you know, uh, if you don't meet a person, how do you develop <laughs> a story? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? How do you interview people? Yeah. I started working for the city. L- I started for like, you know, within a community, me community yeah. media yeah. and yeah. so on. Yeah. So like uh, everything become by Zoom, like literally meetings become Zoom, <laughs> like literally, <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it was crazy. So like that pause, right? Yeah. Then I, I started working, like, because I have to pay jobs, I have to pay bills, and so on. I started working delivery. 
food delivery because that was like you know uh, a sustainable job at that at that time. Yeah. And I started working that, and I like and I was okay doing that, right? But I'm not too comfortable working that because that is a transition for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like you know, when I come home, I'm not gonna sleep. I'm not gonna watch Netflix and just do nothing. Yeah. I still work. I still like you know write. I still like you know learn. Yeah. Like you know because like you know photography it's skill. Yeah. And it develops every day. Yeah. It's upgrades every yeah. day. So you have to keep up. Yes. Yeah. So I start doing those things. I still do those things. Yeah. Even if I don't publish books, I have books now that are not published. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like you know that skill has to keep up. I know you, know you told I mean? me you've been you've been working on a book and uh, it was been a while and you said you've been working on books. So. Yes. Yeah. So, so like yeah. Uh, but like. Covid was a real, real inconvenience yeah, yeah, for us. Yeah. Like we didn't show, we didn't exhibit uh, like you know photo shows as much. We didn't publish books because publishing books is nothing without the event, yeah. without selling it with real people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't go out to talk to people, to interview people, to cr to make those stories and so on. It was a w like you know very hard. Yeah. It was hard mentally too. Yeah. It was a creative block for us because yeah, yeah. like you know locking like li like you know quarantine was hard because. I'm very extroverted person. I get energy from talking to people. Yeah. Like, uh, like, uh, you know what I mean. I so, like, yeah, uh, I, I think being so. locked yeah. in a home, yeah. like, uh, just by yourself, was very hard. You yeah. know. So, like, that was like you know very hard time. Then, then that's when uh, clubhouse came. It helped. Yes. Clubhouse helped a lot. Clubhouse very much helped. Yeah. Helped Plus, I if you are single too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you have family, you know, yeah. you have some people to. And talk then their family, I mean? they're almost about to kill each other because they're <laughs> at home. 24/7 and it's like when yeah. is it gonna end? Yeah, and a single was nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I know this is your favorite topic, question, okay. so I'm gonna <laughs> ask it. What does it mean for you to be limitless? Okay, <laughs> uh, I don't know, uh, but it's very hard because like it has, it's gonna be addressed in many different yeah. ways for you. But um, you know, one way of like you know seeing limitless is um, to love unconditionally uh, when I say uh, to love unconditionally yeah uh, love means value yeah. love means like you know loving without barriers without conditions yeah. without anything yeah and that is very 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 hard <laughs> because when you see our conditioning everything is like you know labeled yeah. you know what I mean yeah let's say I'm Ethiopian, I'm going to love Ethiopians more than I'm going to love Sudanese or someone, yeah. like in you know, South Africa yeah, yeah. or Canadian or someone. Because I was conditioned, I'm Ethiopian, I'm Ethiopian, I'm Ethiopian, right? Let's say like, you know, I came from like, you know, Christian family, like, you know, subconsciously, I judge others yeah. who are not following. Yeah. If I'm judging you, I'm not loving yeah. you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's say like, um, like I have like you know some status, like I have some money yeah. and so on, right? Yeah. If I see someone on the street, I like you know I I I downgrade him a bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I put some conditions to it. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So letting go of those like you know labels, letting go of those attachments, and just accepting oneself, as just as oneself, and as just who they are and loving them, valuing them as they are, it's very hard. But if you do that, 
you are limitless. <laughs> you are borderless. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. I just yeah. Dude, you just <laughs> you, you are I am I am honored seriously. I am privileged and honored for me to have conversation with you right here because <laughs> I expected it to be, yeah. you know, a, a wisdom-filled conversation, <laughs> but you bring in things that just opens another can, opens another <laughs> can. So, um, yeah. even this conversation, I think, I'm, I don't know, it's, it might divide it into two, uh, and, and I know you will come back, and then you must come back, and then yeah. for another one, because there's so much to talk about that you started that I'm like, should I ask? No, it's gonna expand to three, four hours. So, <laughs> because of time limit, we, you know, we can't continue with that, but I know you're gonna come back. So, uh, the last question I'm gonna ask you before you know we, f we wrap up this is, what is your plan in the future? What does David wants to do? What is your ambition in the future? And what is you know what you say? This is what I want to do, and, and you know your desire for the future. Yeah. So um, in in my profession, like um, in writing, like you know m working in media yeah. in many different me yeah. mediums yeah. of storytelling. I have worked in different things. I worked for news organizations. Yeah. I worked for uh, humanitarian organizations. Yeah, yeah. Um, I worked for like you know corporate organizations yeah. doing commercials yeah. and so on. So that's amazing. It's like you know every story matters. Yeah. But like you know the w the more I grew up, the more I started connecting uh, with myself. Yeah. Uh, the more I traveled and see many people as possible. Um, the more I started, uh, like, you know, going back home and see how I grow up. And, like, you know, so and see what matters. Yeah. What matters to me more than anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and also from my own healing. So, from my own, like, you know, because we we have a lot of wounds, like, you know, growing up. Yeah. A lot of trauma, a yeah. lot of negativity, a lot of things, right? A lot of conditioning, I, I'll say. So, when I started to unlearn those things, when I started to let go, of those things, yeah, and like you know, trying to let go of fear and accept love back to myself yeah. because I am love. Yeah, but like I started to detach from myself through conditioning, yeah. many different yeah. conditionings, yeah. right? Yeah. So when I heal, yeah, I'm coming back to my my self love, my own like you know, my own being love. Yeah, like um, finally, yeah. right? Yeah. So I want to share, like you know, hopes light, love, and many positive things to the world with the storytelling skills I have. Yeah. And the more I'm maturing, the more I'm seeing, like, you know, myself and myself grows and uh, seeing the world out there. I'm letting off a lot of, uh, like, stories I was telling. Yeah. And I want to focus on human stories. And I want to focus on positivity. I want to focus on love. I want to focus on limitless uh being limitless yeah and like you know being like you know being yourself being human yeah so i want to share those kind of uh messages beautiful and those kind of stories yeah uh in the storytelling skills combining your photography and the literature in obviously. photography in writing yeah in videos uh in audios and so on, right? i can't wait so i want to like now i'm merging into uh mindfulness content yeah uh so that like we can we can be better ourselves, regardless of race, gender, religion, like, you know, where you come from, where you are right now. Yeah. 
like you know you because uh, we have so many world views yeah. and like you know we are very ego egoistic based yeah. and we say my view matters yeah. and yours don't or your yours don't like you know not like you know, we might we give a space some but like you know, we prioritize ourselves yeah. into it yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and when we do that we are like you know uh, we are saying we are more important than anybody yeah. else yeah. right for me I'm not less than you, and I'm not more than you. Yeah. I am who I am, you are who you are. Yeah. Eight billion of us are who we are, yeah. just like us. Wow. There is no comparing, there is no less, there is no more. You know what I mean? So like, you know, and sharing those things so that we can just accept ourselves and love ourselves unconditionally is like, you know, that's what, like, you know, what I want to share for a lot of people in many different mediums as much so as possible. You have limitless wisdom that you brought <laughs> today <laughs> and uh, i can't wait to see what you do in the future um yeah. so we have this um tradition okay uh, i don't know if you saw it on the previous uh, video so yeah. the previous guest okay will write an encouragement word to the next guest okay i won't read it until i come here i never saw it this is the first time reading it for you Wow. Um, so every guest that comes in, it writes a w encouraging uh, word to the next person that comes in. Okay. You don't know who you're writing to. Okay. And I would not know who you're writing. To. I will. I know the guest who got the guest is, but I would not read who you're writing. So yeah. for the first time that I'm reading the word is right now what I'm reading in front of you. So wow. hopefully I can read it properly. So that's amazing. <laughs> that is insane. That <laughs> <laughs> oh What's my goodness <laughs> so the person wrote in a huge font <laughs> mindfulness <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy man wow. wow this is when things comes i just mentioned mindfulness yeah so yeah. <laughs> so the reason i'm laughing is because yeah for those of you who don't know he does mindfulness on, um, is it on Dawit Babu or on Dawit Photo? Uh, Dawit yeah. Babu. So, yeah. and his, if you really have a hard time sleeping, he will lullaby you to sleep. His voice is like <laughs> so calming and, and amazing. So I always, when it comes in, I go in and then see what you say with the background, with the voice. So he does mindfulness. And then the fact that this person wrote mindfulness to the next guest, it is when you know when things come together that's how it is so that's beautiful, that's beautiful. so that i am again i am honored i'm privileged the fact that you um, took your time to come here and to spend time with me and i know you will come back because we didn't finish what we started yeah. there's so many things that there we started so, much, so yeah. and i am really grateful for you to be here and thank Likewise. you and Likewise. i appreciate you and i appreciate the wisdom that you have and yeah. I appreciate the, the the wisdom that you give to people. So it's a lot. And uh, <laughs> with this, I end this note. And so uh, those of you who um, want to reach him for photography, for literature, for uh, uh, you start a videography right now, right? And a storytelling, whatever you wanted to do, I will put his links in the bio, whether it's an IG or in, uh, uh, on the YouTube, so you can reach it out. So if you like this kind of conversation, um, Please subscribe, like, and hit the bell notification. Like I said earlier, that if you don't hit the bell notification, that you will not be able to uh, get notified, and so you won't see it. So uh, until I see you next time, 
Take care. And remember, be limitless. <laughs> Don't stop, but hold on. Start it again. I want. I forgot the sponsorship, so I have to say sponsorship. No, no, not that. Okay, just start this one. This one. Just this one. Uh, the rest off. Okay, this is on. Okay, I'm gonna do handing through Lebanon. So, so I want to interrupt in the middle for me to mention uh, the sponsor of today. As you know, we are sitting in Moffer Coffee. Uh, they're located in uh, Danforth, um, and they're located in. Uh, hold on. Mike and us. It's okay. So I just want to interrupt the conversation to let you know the sponsor that we have today. And as you see, we are sitting in a move for coffee. Uh, they have four locations. Um, they have one in Dunford, St. Clair, uh, Queens, and Wellington. Uh, so they sponsored this video. So if you guys want to uh, come and try an amazing coffee, uh, you can try one of the locations. It's called Moffer Coffee. And if you also want to watch the live taping, can, you can comment on the Downforth location, Downforth and Coxwell. Every Sunday, 11 a.m., we start our taping. You can sit down and enjoy with us. So thank you. And then go back to, your, to the conversation.